Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. You're Abby. Dear Kiki. Desperate housewife. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hi, Beth. I totally thought you just said, hi, babe. Hi, babes. Hey, hello. Hello. Welcome to Ill Advice. podcast where two best friends say what to do when someone else already has. Like your babe. And not your Beth. Let's reverse that, shall we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, what is a friend if not somebody who's going to tell you what to do? (laughs) If not a babe. And that too. And that too. Only certain people hang out with ugly people to make themselves feel better. I don't know where that came from. I'm saying all my friends are babes. Oh. <laughs> I don't have no ugly friends. Hey, babes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hi, darn Beth. Good. Yeah. I don't think I have um, much complaints. No complaints. I don't think so, Bobby. I have one. What? Why are the weekends so short? Because it's the end. So the end is short? Is that a general thing? The end of the good times. That's why it's so short. Okay. Well, my complaint's over. That's all I got. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Mm-hmm. Got nothing for these people this time, huh? No. No. We're Things good. have been normal lately. I don't know what the fuck that means, but My I'll take normal. it. Your Just normal? like nothing abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. No fun stories. No. Interesting Just, anecdotes of yeah. sorts. Just the normal. Let's see. I um, have nothing. Totally volatile, though. Could change in 30 seconds. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Um, I'm happy I'm sad. I'm happy I'm sad. I'm sad I'm mad. I'm happy. But I'm doing good right now. Perfect. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Come back when we're not happy. Yeah. Or we could talk to you about wine. Mm, good idea. Yeah, what do you think, Beth? Yeah, all right. Love it. Back to our 19 crimes. Um, do we have more <clears throat> after this one, or are we, like, sold? More 19 crimes? Yeah. Oh, there's a ton. But are there? Yeah. Interesting. But I don't think we... It, this isn't what I thought it was. I thought they were going to have, like, stories of these people on the bottle. Oh, that's true. They don't. But instead they have... Foul language that we can't play on the air. Right. Um, this one in particular is the Sauvignon Blanc, but it's a block. Sauvignon Blanc. This is a block. And this one's a, what's the year on the back there, Beth? Is it 21? 21. Another 21. Um, we haven't tried it yet, but we did do the app on it. What's the name of the app? Uh, Living wine labels yes um and it there's there's a little epithet in there with the n-word we're not sure if we condone it or if it's historical i mean it's definitely historical he said it was well, the yeah. 1800s yes but also i'm not gonna put that on air yeah no 
or not? It was like right away. Yeah. It was actually very strong. Yeah. And it was coming from a white person, which made me uncomfortable with it. Yeah, listen, this this podcast is rated E for explicit anyway. Again, not and E for everyone. No, not for everyone. Um, and it's also like wine, so you gotta be 21 plus in theory anyway, unless you're outside of the US. Yeah. So like drink responsibility, responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Or drink responsibly, more accurately. And um, you know, conduct yourself accordingly, maybe not use such expressive language. Is it even Are you expressive? telling people what to do? I'm just telling them not to use the N-word. Oh, well, then say that. Don't use the N-word. You just sounded like an advice columnist. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm more surprised about? Really that you, remind, you remembered columnist. columnist. <laughs> I'm an I advisor know. now, guys. <laughs> uh, should we give this one a shot? We don't have to read the back, which is kind of sad. It's kind of a thing for us. I know. That's why I Should said I just read this, it anyway? Sure. Because we didn't read it last time. Oh, yay. Oh. No. We read it the time before that. Oh, this one's different. Of course it is. Oh, but it's the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. Hold so on. is it different this, or not? Well, it's like a different font and it's smaller. <laughs> so I have to bring oh, it real close. Different, but it's the same thing. I got to bring it real close. Hold on. 19 crimes turned convicts into colonists. Upon conviction, British rogues guilty of at least one of the 19 crimes were sentenced to live in Australia rather than death. For the rough-hewn prisoners who made it to shore, a new world awaited. As pioneers in a frontier penal colony, they forged a new country and new lives, brick by brick. 19 crimes Sauvignon Blanc honors their brave... Brick. (laughs) Gonna get this brick. Uh, 19 Crimes Sauvignon Blanc honors their brave contributions. To learn more about this and similar stories, please visit us at 19crimes.com. Download our Living Wine Labels AR app. Hashtag Talking Bottles. Oh, we didn't go to the website. We just did the app. So maybe the 19crimes.com has what we're More info. Yeah. I'm not feeling researchy right now. Mm. Fuck no. No. Really researched our questions. So, guys, just honestly, just fucking look it up. Okay, 19crimes.com. Do whatever the fuck you want. Read. Do whatever you want. Um, This has the same sub-label on the bottom. Um, Each declared by His Majesty to be punishable on conviction by transportation. So, essentially, what it's saying is, like, their punishment is to be, like, sent to another country. Hashtag Australia. That's what he was saying, yeah. but we kind of got... Caught up on the N-word. Yeah, yeah, right away. Yeah, and then we listened to it again and just kept listening to the N-word. Yeah. It was very, like... 1800s. Yeah, but I mean, like, the way that it was, like, it was right up front. Oh, yeah, it was... And it was that hard E-R that you don't hear anymore. Right. Which gives it a lot of meaning. Right? Yeah. So... I guess cheers. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not cheers to not that cheers. one. Let, we're just, just drink this. Yeah. Not bad for an Australian wine. Oh. A little sweeter than our typical Sauvignon Blancs. Yeah. Definitely not California. Definitely not California. Definitely not. We don't do California Sauvignon Blanc. I don't hate it. We haven't found one that we like. <laughs> 
But Australia is on par with New Zealand. So, I mean, they're right there next to each other. I was going to say, isn't New Zealand in Australia? No, New Zealand's its own country. Oh. It's like another island northeast or something. Maybe it's southeast. It's around there. Yeah. I it's agree. in that same ocean. <laughs> same ocean, different. Different country. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What do you got for us this week, Biff? You're on story mode. I got Ask Amy. Ooh, welcome back, Amy. Ciao. Did her a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Fingers. We just are recycling at this point. Not the same columns. There's no way. There's way too many. Yeah, also we started like 2017, so we got a lot of years. I don't know. Last ones I got were 16, so like whatever. That's what I mean. Like go back to 2001. <sighs> Find out which pop star should really influence your gay child. <laughs> <laughs> Did it not work for you? You mean uh, Britney Spears? I, you know, it and didn't. It didn't. Think. But we are on the same medication, so I think we're fine. That just shows that you're the same age. We're not on the same medication. You're both bald. We're both bald. Oh. 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 What's the end? That's funny. Free Britney. <laughs> Isn't she freed? She is. We went over this already. I wasn't here for that conversation. <laughs> I think it was like 10 episodes ago, actually. Uh, yes, I definitely wasn't here for that conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so ask Amy. Uh, my date said we can't be together because her friend is in love with me. Oh. Dear Amy, I am a middle-aged man. My sister, who lives out of state and stays in touch with hometown friends, connected me with one of her friends, quote, unquote, Susan, who needed help with a minor home repair. I'm sorry. (laughs) Can we go back to the beginning? Can you? I'm sorry. I'm a middle-aged man. My sister, who lives out of state and stays in touch with hometown friends, connected me with one of her friends, Susan. Who needed help with a minor home repair. Gee, I sure hope this plumbing works now. <laughs> Back before I started laughing. I know. I, I just needed to laugh because for some reason I heard middle-aged man and was thinking lesbians. And I got so confused. Oh. Well, you took that plumbing. <laughs> plumbing. <laughs> Susan. I'm here to give you a pap smear. <laughs> My name's Carolyn. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. (laughs) I did this for her, and we discussed a future flooring project. Because of her budget constraints, I suggested that we could do the flooring job together. I was mildly interested in her. I thought that maybe I creeped her out because I never heard from her again. Fast forward two years. I connected with a woman on a dating site who was friends with both my sister and Susan. The new woman, Jill, told me our first date that she and Susan are lifelong friends and that Susan had told her that she is in love with me from our first meeting two years ago, all without me ever knowing. Jill said we couldn't be together because it wouldn't because it would be a betrayal to Susan. Jill and I both really hit it off and agree that our chemistry is amazing. We discussed at length the difficulty of the situation. Jill told me she was hoping to see other people. I'm a bit disappointed and confused. Should I contact Susan from stuck? Okay, I'm stuck. So he's not with Susan. Correct. 
Susan ghosted him. Mm-hmm. And two years later, he started talking to Jill, who's friends with Susan and this guy's sister. Jill says she can't date him because Susan from two years ago, who ghosted him, is in love with him. Jill needs to call Susan. Not No, because Susan already told Jill that she's in love with him. So Jill is keeping girl code. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Jill said that she was in love with him. No. Oh. Jill and Stuck are dating now. So Susan's in love. With the guy she ghosted and never talked to again two years prior. Why is this confusing the fuck out of me? So then Jill and Stuck. So now, two years later, after Susan, Stuck and Jill start talking. Jill says, we're calling him stuck. I can't date you because Susan from two years ago likes you and uh, is in love with you. And Susan is my friend. So Jill is keeping girl code for Susan. Susan's not in love. Susan's like somebody else has somebody I'm interested in. Susan needs to go to the Home Depot and find someone else to put her tile in. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) You'd think in two years she'd have a new plumber. (laughs) Shit. No shit. Fucking unclog your own fucking pipes. <laughs> she probably has been for she, two years. She that's has. Why she's that's in not love working. Stuck. <laughs> oh my god. This is wild to me. This is so fucking like days of our lives. <laughs> that's a really good comparison. Like <laughs> you and I have never like, seen fu- it. I haven't either. But like, fuck <laughs> off. That sounds right. It's like soapy, you know. No. Yeah, I, uh... Susan's not in love. And Jill has big girl pants on, which means if Jill wanted this enough, she'd pursue it on her own. I don't think this is a girl code thing. There's too much time lapse. And Jill knows that Susan ghosted stuck. Susan ghosted stuck. Susan ghosted stuck. Susan ghosted stuck. I know. I just wanted to see if I could make it a tongue twister. Susan ghosted stuck. Susan ghosted stuck. But still. I don't know. I feel like I'm a Jill. It could have been seven years ago, and I'd just be like, matter of fact, that kind of happened, except it was a little bit different. This guy I just, like, kind of randomly met. It turned out we had a couple mutual friends, and he had slept with an old girlfriend of mine, like, in high school. And this was clearly years after high school and I was like I cannot I mean I know it's a little bit different because it's like I'm not banging you after my girlfriend banged you but also it's just like the general meh we're just there's more fish in the sea type of thing you know what I mean yeah but was this somebody that you just be like oh you touched her or is this somebody that you'd be like oh we used to be friends I can't do that to her it was both which one was it more yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it was more like, the, I, uh, I don't know who else you've been with. Sorry. But also, we used to be friends. <laughs> so, I, so I still can't. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I'm sorry. sorry. That's so funny. Um, but either way, I'm, I'm still the Jill, even if it was two years later. I think Jill needs to be like, Susan, we really hit it off. We really like each other. What like like Susan? You met him one time two years ago. 
you need help. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to go on this date. You literally just looked at me and started <laughs> talking to me like I was fucking Susan. I think I felt like you were for a minute. <laughs> I probably would be a Susan. I probably would be. Yeah, I can't say the name. Oh, I'm God. stuck for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Susan. Oh, my God. For fuck's sake. So. Yeah, can we just, I can't. I can't contribute to this anymore. <laughs> so, anyways, his question is, should I contact Susan? Well, gee, I hope there's another plumber out there for me. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Please contact. I say contact Susan. I'd be like, Sue, baby. Jack and Jill went up the hill to have a little fun. Give up. You're down the Stuck hill. Stuck in Jill. <laughs> Fuck. I missed an opportunity. Okay. What do you think? Well, I... I don't know because I'm Jill, so I don't. Yeah, that's true. I think that even if he, yeah, I think even if he contacted Susan, it's not like Susan's gonna call me and be like, oh, "I'm just kidding, you can go out with him." You know what I mean? Like, you have my blessing. But yeah. what if you really like? It doesn't seem like Jill really likes him. He said that. But Jill and she, I both really hit it off and agree. There's no that love our there. chemistry is amazing. There's no love there. She just wanted to friend zone him. Yeah. But didn't That's know it. how. So she was like, oh, my God, you know Susan? Oh, my God, you're the one she told me she's in love with from two years They're ago. They're probably not even friends. <laughs> right. They probably the hate first, each other. <laughs> probably because Susan seems like a character. Oh okay. <clears throat> Response. Jill's interpretation of girl code seems to be that if a friend confesses to a case of unexpressed and unrequited love, then Jill must stay away regardless of her own feelings, impulses, or instincts. Jill might have misreported or exaggerated her friend (laughs) Susan's feelings for you. That's what I feel like. But I'm going to venture a take on this. That if Jill really wanted to have a second date with you, she would find a way to justify it. Especially if the chemistry between you is amazing. So good. You could certainly contact Susan to follow up on her flooring. (laughs) She said, or other needs. Oh my God, sorry. She just told Stuck to go bang Susan. Yep. No, it's totally stuck to, oh, You yes, could follow gotcha. up with Susan on her flooring or other needs. Yes. But you should ask yourself whether you want to invite an involvement with someone who is so passive and hard to read. At the risk of preventing you from connecting with your great next love, my instincts are that neither of these women are a match for you. But in this regard, the most important thing to consider is what your own instincts tell you. Yeah. Yeah, neither of these women is for you. Yeah, especially not Susan. Jill doesn't want you. That's what it feels like to me. She's not interested enough to Not like that. She's like, it's been great. So great. Because, you know, unless it was some guy that I was like, I'll fucking marry you tonight. Right. I'm just going to be like, meh, you banged that chick from high school I was friends with. So sorry. And Susan's like, I'm in love with him, but like, you totally put my flooring in wrong. 
I don't know why Susan's so Rosie O'Donnell to me. Like she's just <laughs> because you had this image that it was. Too I lesbian. literally thought, yeah, I got so confused <laughs> for a second. I don't know why, because it was very like Susan is friends with Jill, and Jill talked to Stuck, and Stuck got stuck in Susan's Jill, and Jill got. <laughs> <laughs> It's stuck in Susan's chill. <laughs> so like, I'm like, I got so lost. That was, yeah, no, I agree. Run, bitch. That this was, isn't, none of these are for you. <clears throat> that was also interesting because he said he's a middle-aged man. This felt very much like high school. It really did. You know what I mean? Yeah, it did. And it doesn't sound like, like Susan and Jill are that close. They're not good friends at all. It's just a story. It's a cover-up. I think you, I feel like you'd know more if they were close. Like it's been two years and we haven't even fucking talked anymore. Right. <laughs> also, she's the one who ghosted me. So, like, fuck off. Yeah, it was super interesting that you liked that one. Let's okay. go for round two, Biff. We got some good episode titles out of that one. <laughs> well, good, because this one's for you, Biff. They're all for me. These are all so passive aggressive. Biff. My partner corrects every minor mistake I make. Did you write this? I did. I'm Susan. <laughs> Your best friend. I don't correct every mistake. Just the gra- grammatical ones. Yeah, grammatical. Fucking English. Oh, this one's Miss Manners. But it's oh, on the yay. same thing as as. I love Miss Amy. Manners. My partner of many years often corrects my misstatements, even if they are a very, even if they are of a very trivial nature. It was not. I'm sorry, you messed it up, and I really wish it was in front of me to correct you. (laughs) It wasn't a blue car. It was what? She put it in like a parentheses. It was not a blue car. We saw, darling. It was turquoise. Stupid semantics. In fact, she seems to enjoy correcting me. In contrast, I usually don't bother to correct her minor mistakes. We didn't see your friend two days ago. It was three. To me, it does not seem worth the bother. Can you tell me if there is a point of etiquette here? Yikes. Is there? In correcting someone? Is there etiquette? I think maybe if it's something like wild and exaggerated that you just be like, and it was like a serious conversation, then maybe you can call attention to something. But like. For the most part, like. Like if it's like, oh, I just ran into so-and-so the other day. Like you don't need to be like, it was just yesterday, dear. Like it's still the other day. Right. You know. Like. Unless there's any significance, I don't see a reason to. Yeah, that feels more like a. People that are like always need to be in control or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It's petty like and like it's a, very, it's very type A actually. Yeah. To more type A than I am. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and I'm very type A. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's that's stupid. It was, it was yesterday, dear, or it was twenty minutes. Ago. It was turquoise, not blue. That's so stupid. That's like, and I I'll am going to stand by that mouth. because I don't see color like other people do. <laughs> <laughs> blue and turquoise is in the same family. To me, they're just like what blue? <laughs> Which blue are you talking about? 
The green one. The green one. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Um, like if I don't pronounce the word correctly, mm-hmm. and you correct me, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Oh really? I missed like three of them. I know. <laughs> I, the last one I just said. In contrast. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was. T- I wanted to say in contrast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, for like, it was three days ago, not two. Like, shut the fuck up. Right. I didn't ask you. That's stupid. But Did she's right. But that's, that was her example for being like petty about it. Like, she's like, I don't see that as being important. Right. But like, it's turquoise. And not blue. Like, shut up. Who cares? Like now you're just looking for shit. Yeah. Like, you feel the need to like be above me for some reason. Even though we're dating. I feel like. Married, whatever it is. Whatever it is. My partner. Of many years. Oh, shit. Lesbians. Um, God damn it, Susan. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I don't think. Unless it's something of like big significance. I really don't think it matters. Like it shouldn't be something that's brought up. The etiquette there is like. I don't know. If you're giving like a statement to the cops, maybe that's one thing. But, like, if you're having a casual conversation, who cares? Especially about you little know? minor things. Well, like, Unless who I'm cares asking about the you, length like, of what the color skirt? was that? Like, was that a blue car we saw? Oh, it was turquoise. Yeah, but that's also, also a great example. It's all subjective. Like, oh, she wore a, sh- a skirt that was too tight or too short. And the other one would be like, no, it's just it a was regular to her knees. skirt. Right. Like, it's just so stupid and so... It, it just has no significance. Now, if you're talking like literally like important information, like, like oh, on the 10th, no deer, the 11th. Yeah. That's something different, yeah. you know? Or I used, is that my car? Is it? No. It's not mine. Damn suburbs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I almost missed the kids screaming next door. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think. There's no like formal etiquette, obviously, but like, how do you get somebody to stop doing well, stupid says, shits like that? In fact, she seems to enjoy correcting me, so I feel like this person is like, I need to be right. They're like above people, you know. <clears throat> like I'm. There's a soapbox, and you need to fucking kick that thing so hard from under them. Yeah, maybe start doing it in return. Oh. Imagine. A taste of your own medicine. No, babe, it was three days ago, not yesterday. I wonder if there's been a simple conversation about this. There's nothing alluding to it, right? No. Because that really does go a long way. For someone to at least begin trying to, you know, like take back that, hold back that impulse. Yeah. That's true. Just to try. They might fail at it, but, like, at least the conversation was had and the points on the table. You know, it's something for you guys to work toward. But, like, if you're writing to an advice columnist and you haven't done anything, then you're just writing to an advice columnist. And it might as well be, no, honey, it was written, not spoken. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, here it is. Sorry. Hit it. So she says... How did you manage to stick it out with this person for so many years? Yuck it. The annoyance factor must be overwhelming. You should not need a you should not need a point of etiquette here. The survival instinct 
should alert people to the danger of continually irritating one's partner. Ms. Maters can tell you that there are academic and other forums where correcting facts is desirable. Social occasions with one's partner is not one of them. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Was that everything? Yeah. That wasn't really advice. No, it wasn't. That was more like, here's your problem. Let me recant it. <laughs> yeah. And tell you something that it might. Well, she technically did answer the question. The oh, she did because it was the about the etiquette. etiquette. She said, like, yeah. Oh, definitely in public. Never, never. Like know, in private, always. Like the but last... that's everything. Right. Like the one that we yeah, did. Yeah, the guy, the guy that could never be wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, in public, this it's This is not... more like personal. Like these people have personal shit they got to figure through. Yeah, this is one of those relationship quirks. <sighs> kind of like, like we all have them. Yeah. You so know? They're just more extreme than others. Yeah. <laughs> Whatevs. That's well, that more professional was, response. That was um less fun than I thought it was gonna be. I know, I was looking for something a little bit more like for you to be like, ah, this bitch. This bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, I was kind of looking forward to me having a tirade that was ir- irrational also. So. Right. Damn it. Let's do one anyway. Give me a scenario. <laughs> Well, do you get annoyed when, when somebody cr- corrects you? No, bitch. I do the correcting. Okay. Are you fucking? Actually, I'm not that bad either. I do. I do like correcting sometimes. You're really not that bad. But you used to be worse. I used to be really bad. Um, actually, I've had a taste of my own medicine in my current relationship. Um, but that's only because autocorrect fucks me up a lot, and I'm dyslexic. So I I'm packed just... a swimsuit for you. <laughs> So and funny. shark eatery guys you should see the messages i send to her hey that make no sense i'm gonna start posting them on our you Instagram. need to um yeah I, they don't matter to me as much i think um and i i make this like joke all the time like yeah of course i was right you know right. because of course i was right because of course i was right nine times out of ten yeah. i've been right but like Trust my lived experiences, not just me like vamping in the world. Right. But I, it doesn't like stuff like that doesn't really bother me unless it's something that's significant, you know, like what's, what's a good one? Like a, me and Colin will have conversations about something that's gone by and he'd be like, it was like two months ago. And I'll be like, no, it was like last week. Really? No, it felt like two months ago. No, really, it was last. Like we had that conversation last week. But this, it feels like forever. Like, you know. And then we'll like talk about it, and he'll be like, "Oh, oh right, wow, yeah." Or maybe I'll be like, "Oh, maybe it was like a month ago." You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was, but it was closer than I thought. And like, but having that conversation where you're just like, "Um, my bad." Right. I was gonna say that's way different than like, it was a blue shirt, babe, not turquoise. End of story. Like, I don't know. So coming from the other perspective where you 
are sometimes the one who does the correcting. Where are you coming from being that person versus the person being corrected? Honestly, now it's just fighting an impulse. That's what it is now. It's not coming from anywhere in particular. It's just, it's happening and I'm like, <gasps> like almost mortified that I like feel like this urge to do it. To correct them? Because it's a control thing. It was a control well, thing Well, that's for what me. I was it's asking. It's like I held Where something. Where was that coming from? Yeah, I held something for you or like on you or I was like trying to show, assert some sort of dominance, either, even intellectually. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's where that was coming from. Like I, I mattered or provided value. Oh, see, super interesting because my first instinct was that she was like trying to like make herself like be better or like, you know, I'm above you. Right. You know, this is why I need to correct you constantly. That type of thing. Yeah, it's definitely not that. It's not for me, at least. For me, it's more or less like I'm adding value to it. It's a way to include myself, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Definitely not a right or wrong thing, though I'm right. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so round three? Yeah. Hit it. This is not Amy, right? Or Miss Manners? Uh, no, this is uh, Carolyn Hamps. Ooh, Carolyn. We did her last Which is episode. The same. TheWashingtonPost.com. What year? <clears throat> oh, 2022. Mm. Oh, shit. Uh, so the title, Is This a Commitment Issue or a Bad Taste in Men Issue? Mm. Oh, <laughs> this sounds like my entire 20s up until this current. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Carolyn, I turned 30 last month. And I always thought by this age, I'd be ready to settle down and get married. I'm not even (laughs) close, and I'm starting to wonder if it's because I don't fully focus on the man I'm dating whenever the going gets hard. You really fucking came for me today, didn't you? (laughs) Subconsciously, I think. such a bitch. (laughs) Only one was intentional. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's. Makes you feel better or worse. It just makes me feel comfortable (laughs) knowing you know me like this. Okay. So when I die, here's my Facebook password. I better be your Facebook. My legacy. Yeah. Contact. I don't even know if I have one set, to be honest with you. I don't think I set one either. It's a little bit weird. Well, it better be yours. Who else am I going to put? Your sister, Mandy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We need to start our own. My sister, Mandy. We need to, guys. We're that should be like a whole ill-advised uh, segment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna work on that, guys. We're gonna bring you more segments so we don't have to jump sh- jump straight into the advice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, thanks to dating apps, there are so many opinions. Oh, sorry, there are so many options, and I can't help but no, honey, it's it's think. opinions. <laughs> Hunty. There are so many options. There are so many options. And I can't help but think about the possibility. Excuse me, I don't know what my deal is. That there's someone better for me out there. Someone more caring, funnier, hotter, more in tune with me. It's not like these thoughts are in the forefront the whole time, but I usually get six months or even a year into a 
relationship. And as soon as we hit a few bumps, I start to wonder if I really found the right guy. How do you know the difference between someone not being long-term compatible with you and having commitment issues? It took both of my parents two tries to find the right person. Could that be affecting me? In case you wonder, yes, I have considered therapy, spoken to a few therapists, still looking for what I like, <laughs> less availability. Ah, she can't find a therapist. She can't, she can't a get a boyfriend. I also have a great job, hobbies, lots of friends, and am pretty happy with my life, but I'd still like to marry and maybe be a mom someday. You want to be a mommy? Signed, can't commit. That's all very interesting. I find it super ironic that she said, you can't I also can't find like. a therapist that I like. That was very um, on par, I guess, for her. And it it feels much more like commitment issues than right man issues. This feels more like a general lack of self-esteem and distrust in oneself. Maybe that's a little redundant, however. Really? Like, she doesn't trust her options. She thinks that there might be somebody out there better for her. Like, she's always looking to level up in a relationship and not exploring whether or not her current stance could be something that's very suitable. It's not settling if you're not exploring it. It's not settling if you're not allowing it to bloom or blossom naturally. But if you're continuously forcing an outcome and not getting what you want, don't you think that you're spending your time um, essentially cultivating a relationship full of resentment than one that will bear its fruitful rewards? Yes. What has me intrigued right now is you're connecting that to the your first initial opinion. The self-esteem part of yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's trying to kind of actualize who you are by way of a relationship. Like that's how you're defining yourself. Um, somebody who is seeing the steps in front of them. How do I put this? Let's say that like you see your your self-esteem at the top of the ladder, right? The highest rung. And rather than rising to the level of your own convictions and hitting the last rung, you're taking one little step and saying, I think I can do better. You're taking another step. I think I can do better. Rather than going for what you really want or, you know, like chasing after what you think you deserve or what you want, you're like doing these little victories, quote unquote, chasing what you think you might like to learn about what you can get. See if you can get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And kind of building yourself up internally is what you're essentially doing. Because by the sounds of this, you know you're going into a relationship that's not going to last, that you don't want to be in. I didn't get any of this. Well, if you were me and... I'm super intrigued. I'm not at all trying to like... No, no, no. I didn't mean it that way. What I meant was like this like hit home. Because... No, I love that you're... I was I've been nowhere in near this position where I'm just this. like, can I do better? Can I do better? Can I do better? Can I do better? But also ignoring 
can I do better? <laughs> ignoring. Ignoring, I can, I can do better. do better. Yeah. Ignoring <laughs> no, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, this is, this is a big, it's, it's kind of the reverse of self-sabotage. You hit self-sabotage when you hit the top of the ladder. Right. And now you're just like, oh, no, I got to take a step back. This is way too much responsibility for me <laughs> to <laughs> right, right, give right. a flying fuck. You know what I mean? And you're kind of like slowly start to regress. It's just, it's so interesting for someone to write about it. So let me ask you then. Ask Coming me. from a very just. Neutral? No. No, I just, my brain went then. in a complete different direction than yours. Oh, I'd love to hear where so you're going. Well, first, I want to ask you um, people that are indecisive, they can't decide. Do, for you, in your thought, opinions, feelings, comments, concerns, do you feel Susan's. like that's the same to do with what you're talking about? What about the um, self esteem and like that whole situation? I think it depends on the topic. My indecisiveness in a lot of respects stems from not having a preference. (laughs) For me, it's like, I, this is perfect. We have various date nights in this house where we're just like, what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. Okay. And then I'm like, all right, I throw them down. Chinese or pizza. Yeah. I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. What do you, because to me, it's like, I love them both. I'm fucking hungry though. And just put one in front of me. You clearly have a preference. If you're asking me just fucking, I put out these two here, here, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. here. I put fucking lo mein (laughs) and a slice of pizza in front of you. Pick one to eat. Right. I'll have the other one. Like that's, um, but when I want something, I know I want something and I go for it and I run for it and I obsess over it. Yeah, but that's the opposite of indecisive. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I wouldn't call that that like that part of me, I wouldn't call that indecisive in terms of relationships where it's like I can't or a yeah, therapist. But even the, right, even the therapist. But I think that that's just a lack of having an open mind because with my therapist, I was like get, getting ready to be like, whoa. Well, isn't that not the definition of an open mind? Not to be indecisive. No, that's being picky. That's like thinking. Well, that's what I'm asking you for you is indecisiveness coming from a insecurity place like how you were talking about or is that something else? No. So what differentiates the indecisiveness versus having an insecurity like the person we're reading about? It's the situation. I think that there's a, a certain. Obsessing over is there someone or something better? That's the thing. Is is it someone or something? Or is it some place? Or is it a perception? Or is it, well, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's where insecurities stem in the first place, right? It's who you're appealing to. That's where they come from, um, other than the internal fears. So who do you appeal to? It, you know, like, me and you grew up from totally different backgrounds, and we're trying to pick up where to go. And I like all the weird foods at this restaurant and you're not so cool about it. So I'm going to pretend I don't like all of these weird foods at this restaurant so I can go and join you and where you are and like enjoy that. Like that right there is like, it's not, I guess I just like went around in a circle and didn't really paint the picture of indecisiveness. Um, so I'm just going to retract that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I was like. Did you get a little confused? I'm not sure if I'm 
say nope. something? Or nope. I... nope. Nope. I just don't. I I'm so indecisive just... in what I want to explain to you. All right. Now we're no. getting somewhere. No, I just, I ran in a circle because I, I painted the point of, of no preference, but the indecisiveness is, you know I what get, I mean? Yes, what I forgot I get what you're saying. About, yeah, but... So whatever. Listen, it's 19. No, I just was. 19 scenarios. <laughs> no for me it doesn't come from insecurity in a lot of cases yes when i was like can i do better that was an insecurity thing not can i do better but i'm taking this step because maybe i can like i'm saying yes to this relationship or this prospect of a relationship because maybe if i can level up on this hump you know what i mean yeah I can level up to the hump after. Not a euphemism for anything. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> it's not. not with the face you were just giving while you were saying <laughs> level up to level the next up. hump. Um, but seriously, that's just. So then do you think uh, her issue has anything at all to do with indecisiveness? Maybe the therapist part of it. But the therapist goes along with the boyfriends. I don't think so. What if I can find a better boyfriend? What if I can find a better therapist? I feel like those are absolutely hand in hand. Well, I think maybe she knows what she wants in a partner and is afraid to chase after it, but doesn't know what she wants in a therapist because she's not versed in what a therapist can offer. This is so interesting to me because... My first thought was that she knows exactly what she wants in a partner, which is why she is constantly like, oh, this guy offers A, B, C, mm-hmm. but is lacking D. Can I live with Can that? I find a guy with A, B, C, D? And I think that's where I'm going with that. Like, she knows what she wants in a partner, and she's trying to, like, inch toward it. And every every connection or relationship that she makes is a step in that direction, right? But it, with a therapist, I think that's totally different. That could be indecisiveness, but I wouldn't say that they're, I wouldn't say that they're mutually exclusive, but it it could be indecisiveness and it could be um, an insecurity or a, you know, but like that insecurity and knowing where she is, to me, they'll still go hand in hand because she's inching toward it to see what she can, she can deal with, what she can't, but also to see like, am I able to hit the next level of this? Yeah, because it says, um, I usually get six months or even a year into a relationship. And as soon as we hit a few bumps, I start to wonder if I really found the right guy. That one is afraid of conflict. And that's that's a whole other story. Yeah. And before you say therapist, we're going to say therapist. (sighs) She tried. She can't decide on the right therapist. She's doomed. It took both of my parents two tries to find the right person. Could this be affected? I just feel like this is a fucking nervous ninny. I want to say it doesn't matter how long it took your parents. You're not your parents. Yeah. I want to say stop holding yourself to the level of. Spoken to to a few therapists still looking for the right one. Like that just, it's super ironic. I want to ask, my answer is, what is the right therapist? (laughs) I understand. I want to know what a few is. 
is if you literally like three. Yeah, for this person, I don't know. You know what I mean? This is like every six months to a year. I understand having, forging a connection with your therapist. Like I hit it off with my therapist like that. You and Lucy, I don't know if you guys. Oh, fucking absolutely. Like right off the bat. Instantly. And for me, Fred was the first therapist I talked to. Mm. And when I talked to Fred, it's like, it's almost as if I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Only someone I tell my deepest, darkest secrets to. I know. I just did that for a reaction. (laughs) Guys, if you should, if you could see the daggers I'm getting right now, you'd call nine one one for me. <laughs> uh-huh. No need to call nine one one, folks. I we, have it all. We'll have another episode. <laughs> if I don't make it to episode what thirty five, find me next time on a nineteen crimes bottle. <laughs> She's getting ostracized and going to Australia instead of the death sentence. Oh, no, bitch. Fuck. That she ain't doing no nineteen crimes. She's going to fucking Sutter home. God damn it. God damn it. Sutter home. I'm in Sutter home right now. No shit, you are. <laughs> Let me go to New Zealand. Let me go to the Oyster Bay. Oh my God, no. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what's her actual question? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how do you know the difference between someone not being long-term compatible? I don't know why I'm struggling so hard with saying long-term. Yeah, well, long-term. I just struggle with English in general, so... I have so many excuses. Hi. Dyslexia. I can't English read. English is your second language. English is my third language. English. English. See? <laughs> See? English. I rest my case. How do you know? <laughs> English. It's the first for me, for you. It must be. Because I don't know English. <laughs> How do you know the difference between someone not being long? Term compatible. English long term. (laughs) (laughs) And having a commitment issue. And having commitment issues. Uh, Yes, I've considered. I also have a great job, hobbies, lots of friends, and I'm pretty happy with my life. And I'd still like to marry and maybe be a mom someday. Signed, can't commit. Well, I didn't get any um, of what you said. My super psychological analysis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I can relate. So mine was more just like a, um, she just can't commit. I didn't see it as like any type of insecurity thing. I saw it more as like a, a anxiety or like a, well, anxiety totally plays into it. Just like an indecisiveness. Like I, I just, I can't make that decision. If you bring me to a restaurant and the waitress comes over and I'm torn between two meals, I panic and I cannot decide which meal I want. And then when someone tosses a coin and they say, okay, chicken parm, then I choose the other one. Last minute. That. So your, like your analogy thousand. works, right? <laughs> to kind of explain the it's like like the case but the difference here is like what in choosing a meal you're not choosing a life partner right so that's where that kind of psychological aspect plays into it the other thing to kind of consider and look at is um where we're I don't know how to 
there's there's a difference between love and gratification and she's not searching for love she's searching for someone who will do rather than reaching that the no she's she's finding people who will do she will well that's what i mean she's finding that'll do in search for is there better but she knows what she wants i mean that's that top of that rung i don't think she knows I think she does. I think she knows what she's, she wants, and she's just like, no, because dating she around because meet, she can't she find, meet the perfect guy. Let and, me be more specific. And, and she knows what she wants, and she's looking for the whole package. But it sounds like she could be coming across these potential full packages and still questioning and finding that they're not the full package. She didn't say that though. She didn't have to. She didn't say anything about insecurities either. But I read between the lines because I'm a bitch. Because English. Because <laughs> I'm a man. Um, yeah, men don't read between the lines. No, they can't even find the clitoris. Word. And that's between the lines. That is the line. <laughs> that's between the lines, that's literally. In the line. That's the, the fucking, only line. The only fucking. It's in the line. All right. Can't commit. The quote unquote, someone better for me out there, more in tune with me person you're looking for is probably you. Not real. Sorry, so trite, but also so often over and over and over again, the answer to someone who is darting around looking for something and feeling, uh, all right, we're just going to agree that we don't. Keep up with Carolyn Hacks. The way their style of writing. writing. Yeah, it's it's a little mis I, I don't remember having these issues actually. I, yeah. Um, but also so often over and over and over again, the answer to someone who is darting around looking for something and feeling unfocused and unsatisfied. So often the answer, the better answer than figure out what you're looking for is figure out why you're looking so hard in the first place. Whatever the reason, if you're looking, then you're by definition not fully present where you are. So I urge you to do just that. Stop and breathe. <clears throat> Thanks, Carolyn. <laughs> and be present where you are. Even if you've done this once already, even if that's how you go, even if that's how you got yourself to Great job, hobbies, lots of friends, and pretty happy with my life. No small accomplishment. It might just mean you need to stop and breathe again. Part of the reason is pragmatic. You want a partner and maybe children. Nothing wrong with that. But they're also not guaranteed. The only guaranteed life configuration you have is you. So being okay, contented, thrilled with that is all win. Part of the reason is romantic, pragmatic. The person I suspect you will want to keep is the one you notice when you feel so right in your life, as is that you don't feel a sense of urgency about adding anyone to it until the person himself makes a case for that urgency until you can't imagine life without him or just really don't want to. I didn't follow fucking anything she said. (laughs) 
I think she said, like, you're trying too hard. Like, you're overthinking. And also, just when you well, find the right that. person, then you'll know. I got that. And it also told her to kind of, like, be more present because she's not ready to look for a relationship if she's not living if in her she's, moment. Right. Yeah. I really did which, like that part. Which makes sense. <clears throat> um, and I, I liked the part where she was like, you know, you're being more pragmatic than not. But I don't know. I think that she's she's missing that. There's a part of that, I, I agree, that she's just like, she's the person she's looking for. The only person that can give her everything that she wants is her. Right. So if she wants to be single, she's doing it right. You need to be perfectly happy, content with yourself. Right. You won't be looking for more. But like, she's not going to find everyone that's going to give her everything that she wants. And that's what I meant. Like, she's testing the waters seeing if she can do better and find somebody who provides a little bit more and provides a little bit more. What's going to happen eventually is when she gets to the top of that rung, she has, she's transformed and changed her standards to a way where she's forgetting about one of those things that made the perfect partner. And she'll be reminded. And either she's in a relationship that she's content with, the person, the dynamics, the chemistry, Which is what Carolyn was saying when she said, like, when you find the right person, you'll know. Right. When you find the right person, you won't be wandering as they or, were. Or she's going to be so focused on that one detail that she forgot <sighs> that she starts over all again. And regrets it for the rest of her life. Yep. Just Ooh. like the rest of America. 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 <clears throat> oh, goodness. That one was, well, very Carolyn Hacks. That one was... Yeah, I fucking... <laughs> You're just from now on are going to read all the characters. I, I obviously can't. Did you? Were you not listening last episode? English. <laughs> I can't. I can't Englished. Um. I just really liked that in the sense where you and I were like, you started talking, and I was like, Wait, huh? what? Are we talking about the same thing? Because my brain went to like, oh, this girl's just like anxious and like can't. I love decisions. when we have those. I love when we have yeah. those because we offer up these different perspectives that A, neither of us would have considered on the opposing sides, but B, like it kind of invites um, like maybe a third possibility. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because we're able to kind of combine, combine and, and converge English. and Englishify in the long term. Um. We're able to combine them and, and maybe come up with our own, like, there's you, there's me, and then there's us. And we we come up with an us response. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> if anyone else understands, um, you and your best listen, friends should tell they, us. Then they understand. They understand. Then they speak English. They speak English. Nobody <laughs> piggy bunny here. Everybody <laughs> no. piggy English. Yeah, English. English. Oh, my God. That was, those were fun. Um I'm feeling like you have something to tell me, though, with those personal attacks, Beth. Um, mm, I would have said it. <laughs> I'm not a beat around the butch girl. <laughs> <laughs> I speak English. <laughs> That's. I ain't a um, Susan. Oh, my God. Um, That's funny shit. <laughs> You're not a Susan. I'm not. 
you're not or a, a Karen or a Karen fucking tile flooring that whole story all of it there was that was these were all very like good. open to interpretation yeah a lot of right I think you of, scored um, like the trio the the holy trinity of like obscure columnism <laughs> I know, right? That was definitely like a, uh. What did you have? Like Amy, Carolyn Hacks, and Miss Manners. Yep. You literally got. I win? You, I I think they won. Oh, <laughs> because right. we're still they scratching our heads. You definitely won. You're right. You're uh, right. Um, that's funny shit. Oh, guys, coming to you next week is episode 35. Ah. Which I don't know what's is thirty five a milestone. I mean, every episode, I guess, is a milestone. Milestone, spone, stone. An English. English, mile English. I don't. I probably forty. 40. I think of it like birthdays. Yeah, me too. When I like, here's the where surprise matters. I just didn't want anyone to tell me happy birthday. Really? See, at thirty five, I want everyone to tell me happy After, birthday. After like thirty three, I, I just like stopped education. caring. About birthdays. I stopped Karen, too. Yeah. I stopped Karen. I still stop Karen. I still stop. I am Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. What about you guys? Are you a Karen? How about in your relationships versus your real life like personality? Are you a Karen in your relationship who feels you need to correct your other side all the time? You're a better oh. half. <gasps> That's such a Karen move. It so, it so is. Yeah. Was that this episode or last episode? <laughs> it's this one. It's this one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was, You've what, 20 minutes ago? <laughs> and we've been ill-advising. <laughs> yeah. But that's why you listen, right? I wouldn't subscribe that's otherwise. That's why we're here. Yeah. Oh. Guys, send Freedom us your questions. Subscribing. Yes. Um, rate, review, subscribe. We're available wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you listen. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, et cetera, et cetera. English. English.com. Don't go on English.com. We can't verify anything that's on there. Or do it. Unless you're over 18. And then tell us what's on English.com. <laughs> Um, send us your questions, please. You've been ill-advised at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram. At ill-advised the podcast. You can find more information on where to find us and a little bit more about our epi- on, on, on? English. On our episodes um, at illadvisedthepodcast.com. You look fantastic. Um, your boobs look great. They're perky. You're wear not, the brown thong. Wear the brown thong. Um, and thank you so much for listening. You've been ill-advised.